Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Stu and I both, I think we're we're very excited to be able to have the opportunity now and be in the place in our career where we don't have to take people that, you know, sponsors that we don't want to take. And we take sponsors, and this is a big part of it, that we believe are really trying to help America. And Grip6 is one of those sponsors. Yeah, they do both of the things that you want from a company, which is one, make products that you really like, enjoy, that you can use, wallets, uh, socks, belts that you're really going to love. And then two, don't hate you or the country that you live in. This used to be a pretty low know. bar. Uh, yeah, that's a kind of, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. But that's what they do. They, they, they uh, are doing everything here in America. That is tough to do as a business person. So whether you're looking for belts or socks or wallets or whatever, Grip6, please stop there and see if you can't put some of your hard-earned money in a company that's doing it here in America the right way. Grip6.com slash Beck. Grip6.com slash Beck. to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. After Mary Brooks was found dead on the floor of her Dallas area condo, grocery bags from a shopping trip still on her countertop, authorities decided the 87-year-old had died of natural causes. But did she? Why didn't they notice that her jewelry was gone, that she had been robbed? She was 87. She just died. And then somebody else, elderly, just died. Then somebody else. 22 older women were killed that we know of by one guy. It may end up being the largest serial killer in American history with 60 plus victims. It has been happening here in Dallas and sloppy police work does not even begin to describe what happened. I live in the Dallas area. I didn't know this was going on. And I certainly didn't know that the Democratic District Attorney in Texas chose not to seek the death penalty against the convicted murderer who preyed on the elderly. If you can't get the death penalty as a serial killer in Texas, there is no such thing as the death penalty in America anymore. 
Daniel Horowitz has been on this story. Uh, he wrote a story for The Blaze yesterday. I read it and I couldn't believe it. And I didn't think I could do the do justice to the story. So he joins me next. He has talked to some members of family members of some of these elderly people who have been brutally killed. We're going to talk to him and get the full story and why you don't know about it in 60 seconds. Look, when you're when you're looking to do something that is out of your realm, you can look for the expert because we're a country that listens to experts, right? Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't I, I don't think I'm going to be listening to experts on everything. I want to find an expert that is not the source of most of our problems. What I look for in an expert is somebody that is a good person. You know, happens to be an expert as well, but they're a good, decent person. And it's kind of an important distinction. So when I started my company, Real Estate Agents I Trust, I was very glad to end up partnering with really good people who also happen to be the best real estate agents from around the country. And now when you're looking to buy or sell a house or both, all you have to do is just look. We've probably got one in your area. There are people that have the best practices, will help you through every difficult step towards your desired outcome, and they're the kind of people that you can trust with a handshake. Why? Because they're solid. They're hardworking Americans just like you. The experts. The real estate agents I trust. The name says it all. You want to find a great real estate agent in your area, whether you're buying or selling across the street or across the country, realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Daniel, this is an amazing article that you wrote yesterday. I feel so uh, stupid. I mean, uninformed that I didn't even know this was happening in my community. And I asked Stu this morning. He said, I never even heard of it. Sarah, no idea. Had you heard of it? No. No, not at all. It is incredible. And I want to get to the reason why we don't know it uh, in a little while. But first, welcome to the program. Tell us the story. You know, and it's great to be back, although it does seem like we're always discussing sudden deaths together. <laughs> um, no, really, you know, died suddenly. Well, to be fair, 18, 20 year olds dying suddenly doesn't elicit any suspicion in our uh, media body politic. So, you know, I guess in some respect, you can't blame them for ignoring deaths of 90 year olds. But I think, you know, I started covering this before COVID uh, 2019. The murders occurred between 2016, 2018. But it really has gripped me a lot more post COVID. After everything we saw yeah. about the treatment of seniors, particularly in senior care living facilities, uh, the way they were treated first with the uh, uh, COVID positive patients being brought back in and then just locked down, given right. no treatment, uh, being experimented upon with endless boosters after they realized they were problematic. And, you know, do we have a problem in this country where we have a big debate over the uh, life of the unborn, but not so much about the life of seniors? And look, we're all going to become that. OK, one so day. so you you took it to the ending, um, you know, on why. And I think you're right. We don't know this story because it is an old person dying and old people die all the time. And there is something in our society that is happening that is devaluing the lives of the elderly, especially those who are living alone. They're, you know, in a in a, uh, uh, you know, not a nursing home, but a living a living facility, you know, a, a, a retirement place. 
And that's where these things happen. But this case is so astounding because it was so clear in retrospect and nobody did basic police work. So start at the beginning. How did this guy, who is he and what did he do? Sure. There are so many angles to Billy Shamir. Mir. First, obviously, there's the deportable alien angle as well. He was a Kenyan national, overstayed his tourist visa in 2004. No, no, no. We used 2004. No, no. We fixed that after 2001. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the one thing we didn't do post 9-11, we clamped down on American liberties. But then foreign nationals coming in, overstaying their visas. But like many, he found a way to finagle status, got a green card, fine. But even with a green card, uh, you know, he was deportable before a single murder is alleged to have occurred. He had two DWIs. He had an assault. Um, And then he was even uh, sentenced to 70 days for trespassing the first facility after uh, three of the murders that should have easily raised awareness, but somehow he was released. And so the first red flag is the whole immigration thing that we have millions of ticking time bombs in this country, career criminals that are foreign nationals. We have enough of our own other countries, criminals. We don't remove Um, the last I've seen ice has final removal orders, meaning they've gone through their court ruling and their appeals on 4.8 million individuals, mainly illegal, but some LPRs as well, who remain indefinitely in the country. And those are the ones that they target, which are particularly bad because that's what ICE generally targets. So all of this was avoidable just from an immigration law standpoint. For the love of Pete, (laughs) start at the beginning. Tell us what the man did. Well, that was the pre-beginning. So now he went on (laughs) to stalk at least four upscale senior care or senior living facilities in Dallas and Collin counties and would either follow the victims into their room as they were slowly walking in or knock on the door and pose as a maintenance worker. And this is after hundreds of hours of stalking the hallways and somehow not being detected And then he would proceed to smother these elderly women with a pillow until they were deceased and then steal the jewelry off their fingers, off their bodies, uh, off their, you know, their 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 lockboxes. I mean, how did the people in the first time, okay, the lady is smothered, they come in um, and they don't notice her jewelry is missing. Did the families notice that the jewelry was missing? So I actually spoke with the nephew of the first victim, uh, Dr. Catherine Sinclair. By the way, these were not seniors like Mitch McConnell and Joe Biden. I mean, although they were elderly, they were very vibrant and they right. were constantly going in and out, which is how Shamir Mir was able to stalk them. They were very, you know, they like dressing up, doing their hair. They wore, wore a lot of jewelry and it, uh, you know, gained his attention. So it was bizarre to the families that they died. Suddenly it could happen. It does happen. But in the case of the first victim, okay, remember, this was not the perfect crime where he got sloppy late, later in the first victim. Within two days, the family uh, notified police of the robbery. There was a mixing, uh, a missed locked safe that was 60 pounds. And the jewelry, um, you know, they, they noticed 
obviously the jewelry taken. So that's a prima facie burglary homicide. It was called in and um, as both a homicide and robbery complaints, and they went nowhere with police. Meanwhile, he went to the second and third victims within a few doors in the same facility, and it elicited no investigation from police, from the facility management. And, and their jewelry was missing. This. Their jewelry was missing. Their jewelry was missing, and usually from their fingers. Okay, so, so, so words, you know, I don't even understand this assisted living facility. I mean, you would have three families now going, hey, who in your facility? My parent just died, and all of her jewelry is gone. Who in this facility? They... I mean, they didn't do anything. I guess they assumed that their their staff was stealing this jewelry. What what was that all about? And in the meantime, Shamir Mir was caught twice in between the first and second murder at the first facility. And after the third, eventually uh, sentenced to 70 days in prison and then let out despite his prior as a foreign national. And again, it raised no concerns, no bulletins put out by the management, and it repeated itself over and over again. I even had two of the victim's daughters on my podcast, and I, I think you got a clip right there where they, they explain exactly what they saw right away. Okay, here it is. So when the UT Southwestern came to get her body, I said to my sister, make sure that her jewelry is off. Um, and my sister said doesn't have any on and I said she has to have a ring on because she can't get it off I said does she have the earrings on she said no and I said okay that's weird and that's when the communications director started saying well you know these women they hide things <laughs> and he actually said you know sometimes they hide them in their panty drawers my brother was thinking what in the world like why would he say that how yeah. does he know that and next following days we were like he did it so they they were saying that the people in the the home i would say that i would absolutely think that i think that much more than my mom was killed by a rob you know by some burglar that was stalking her it's a much more logical conclusion so they didn't do anything and when you say he was arrested uh after the third murder and robbery he was arrested and put in for 70 days, but that was for trespassing, right? How was he getting into these facilities and, and what was he doing? And how many times did they see him in there? So, I mean, the, the, the security reported him a few times. They kicked him out one time. And then the second time, he obviously was uh, sentenced to 70 days, served 12 days, of course, because you never serve your sentence. And he went right back to doing it in that second facility. That was Ellen House, daughter of Norma French, who was killed in the second facility uh, in Dallas County. They, this guy would troll the hallways for hours on end. It, it, is, it is simply astounding. And, and again, this wasn't the perfect murder. When I first covered it, I thought that this guy just staged the bodies well. But no, he spent most of his time in these apartments looking for the jewelry, not trying to cover up his murder. Sometimes you saw the glasses crushed halfway around the room, blood on the pillow. If you're a trained police officer, you would know that that's prima facie a homicide. I don't care if they're 115 years old. 
if the ring is missing and the family calls it in, there's something wrong. But this was able to go on for another two years and ironically only stopped because the final woman, uh, the 23rd woman or 24th, had a pacemaker that kicked in and she wound up surviving and was able to identify him. That is absolutely incredible. And and yet he is not he's not being uh, they're not asking for the death penalty in Texas. They're not asking for the death penalty. Nope. And it's not just John Crusoe, who's kind of a Soros prosecutor in Dallas County, but but none of us paid attention or we did a little bit two years ago when he said he's not seeking the death penalty because we figured, look, there's nine cases to choose from in Collin County, so they'll certainly take care of it as a Republican county. But Greg Willis announced about two weeks ago that he's not seeking the death penalty either. Why? No, pu- no public comment was given. What I have heard from the families are excuses that are not unique to this case, but would basically terminate the death penalty in, in, in totality. It, it will take too long. You'll be dead by then. It's too much money. Um, we've heard from both counties. He was a model prisoner. Oh, my now, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Every, every one on death row is, is a model prisoner afterwards. I mean, you had the famous Carla Faye Tucker drama under George W. Bush in Texas that she found Jesus. And they all say that this is nothing new. Um, it's usually more the gangbangers that commit crimes in prison. The serial murders are kind of loners. They're not going to do anything. It's just something, something's very bizarre because when I look at stories and I find anomalies before, during, and after. So the fact that this was never caught the fact that during the process, the families weren't mollycoddled and treated like you would expect victims of something like this. They had to beg for indictments. They had to beg for changing of the medical examiner's determination of death. Um, reluctantly, they gave indictments, but only went to trial on two of them. And then now, no death penalty. The state doesn't seem to be interested, at least from what I've heard. All right. Okay. Um, Here, here's the thing. You know, David, I want to talk to, um, uh, no, not David, I'm sorry, uh, Daniel, I want to talk to you uh, after the show, and uh, we'll have Ricky or somebody reach out. Um, I, I, this is ridiculous. This is Texas. If you've got a guy who we know killed 22 or 23 people, and he was doing it cold-blooded murder, and he was doing it just for the money if you can't get a capital case on that guy well then 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 the the death penalty doesn't exist really in texas for anybody and uh i I think because it is a conservative uh county i i think we should uh highlight these i'd like to talk to the uh, the surviving families i'd like to hear them uh, i mean i assume they want the death penalty for this guy um, and I, I would assume that there's a lot of people in Texas that live in these counties that will find this to be an outrage. And they, I think they're, they're getting away with it because no one knows this story. You've done a yeah. great, great service, Daniel, in bringing this uh, to America's attention. I, I mean, this is one that's going to go, you know, in a, a gold star uh, afterlife uh, on this one. Uh, because this is this is craziness, craziness. And it's it, there should be an investigation on the police. There should be an investigation on all of these uh, nursing homes or these these senior living centers. I certainly wouldn't want my 
family in one of those. Uh, so we'll talk after and, and continue this story, Daniel. Thank you. Is that incredible? Absolutely incredible. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. Is And why is that? Why, why do you think we didn't know that? Think about it for a second. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Joey, uh, Jerry wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Greens. He said, I listened to you rave, Glenn, about this product for several years before I decided to try it. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jerry. Thanks a lot. If you said try it, well, I wouldn't hear you. But anyway, uh, then I got a trial bag, he wrote. And it was more than enough to see the results. I need to continue purchasing more. My dog playing and running again. She's had arthritis and skin allergies, but I could tell a huge difference after only the second feeding. Thank you. Jerry, thanks so much for writing in and giving your dog Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the dog food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. That's Rough Greens. Rough Greens, they'll give you a free trial bag. The first bag is a trial bag. It's free. You just pay for shipping. Call 833-GLENN33, 833-GLEN33, or go to roughgreens.com slash back. 833-GLENN33. 10 seconds. Station ID. If my family member was in one of those assisted living facilities where several of these murders happened and and th- nobody on the staff had put any of this stuff together, nobody on the staff said, hey, wait a minute, um, is somebody in this building stealing the jewelry? I, I mean, I can see, hey, you know, they're 97 years old. They just died of natural causes. But the jewelry is disturbing and that nobody in those facilities did anything to stop that. That shows me there's a problem and there's a problem. I mean, he was talking about the the blood. One one woman, her glasses had been smashed and were thrown across the room and there was blood on the pillow that he used to smother her. And the police were like, no, she died of natural causes and was bleeding on this hello on her face and she probably just took her glasses and threw them against the wall what are you talking about and her jewelry is missing i mean obviously it's in the best interest you think in theory of the the nerd the homes to not want to publicize this right but that's why the police are there to make sure that this does get investigated and it only needs to be publicized when you know the police or whoever is not doing their job and you know be on alert district attorneys this happened in your county you might your phone might start to ring soon because i'm not going to let this one go this is this is really bad on multiple levels back in a minute the glenn back program what are, you, uh, what are you doing today to make sure that you have enough emergency food stored up for yourself and your family? Just in case things get worse than they already are right now. I mean, disaster could strike at any time. By the way, did you see uh, Romania? Uh, pledges NATO has pledged strong solidarity with Romania. They were saying that uh, oh, there was not... There, I'm saying, <laughs> There was no Russian drone that landed in Romania. That, oh, what? Oh, what? 
And now they've come out and said, well, we've done some investigation and it looks like it was a Russian drone, which means they can say Article 5, World War 3, please be prepared for any kind of eventuality. Get it off your plate so you don't have to worry about it. MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll save $200 on your three-month emergency food kit. You should have one for each member of your family. Save $200 right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and get early podcast access to Glenn's interview today. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. <laughs> Yeah. So the Romanian president uh, has deplored potential serious violation of sovereignty and territorial integrity in Romania, which is a member of ally, uh, a member of NATO, which would be. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But before we get into that, first, let me go back to this story we were just talking about uh, the D.A., uh, in Collin County, which is Plano in Frisco, is Greg Willis. And he has said he's going to prosecute this just like a regular, you know, a regular trial, and they're not going to go for the death penalty. How many people do you have to kill in Texas before you are given the death penalty? How, how brazen do you have to be? How uh, uncaring do you have to be? And I, you know more about this than I do, as I as I said, but reading Daniel's article, he said last month, Col- Collin County DA Greg Willis informed the victim's families there will be no more trials and no pursuit of capital punishment for the murders. What, 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 what is that? I mean, I, I, Greg, I, I'll treat you with respect on my show. Um, I'd like you to come on. We're going to be reaching out to you today. And if you're listening, you can just call in right now. But i just like to hear your reasoning on this. There might be a very good reason. I don't see it. And the only way that any of this is going to be solved, because uh, have you investigated the police that investigated this? Have you investigated the, uh, the, you know, the retirement homes? Have you, I mean, how does this happen over and over and over and over again? You know, just 22, 23 times. I mean, that's, you know, the 24th lived, and that's the only way they caught this guy. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, if you live in Plano or Frisco or in, in Collin County, uh, you might want to call Greg's office and, and just say, you know, politely, sincerely, can you tell me why, I mean, how many people do you have to kill to get the death penalty? I'm just looking for a number. Uh, especially little old ladies. Little old ladies. I mean, are we, aren't we supposed to protect our parents and our grandparents and little old ladies help them cross the street? Yeah, what is this, Cuomo's New York? Yeah, really? Uh, by the way, Dallas County, it's a, a George Soros DA. You can call uh, uh, their uh, DA as well. But Good luck I mean, with that. Good luck with that. Okay, so the reason why I brought up NATO a minute ago is because I want you to know we are... We are dancing with the devil right now. We are a kite in a hurricane. Uh, And it doesn't end well for the kite. Hurricanes, fine. 
the kite doesn't survive. There's a great story from the Rutherford Institute um, and uh, John uh, Whitehead and uh, Nisha wrote it. The whole aim of practical politics is to keep the populace alarmed and hence clamorous to uh, be led to safety by an endless series of hobgoblins, most of them imaginary. It's a quote. We have been since 9-11 on crisis after crisis after crisis, and we have all kinds of emergency orders. Terrorist attacks, economic collapse, catastrophic natural human disasters. And now with our permanent crisis management that we are in, we have... What crisis coming next? Is it COVID? That's what everybody's saying. I don't believe that they're going to try to lock us down again, but maybe they will. I mean, <laughs> I was on the air uh, before they locked us down going, can you imagine if they tried to do that in America? <laughs> so don't listen to me on that. But all of the crisis that we have right on the horizon America has got to pay attention. There is something that is happening. The Biden administration and along with its, you know, cohort, the corporate media want America to not focus on CBDCs. And if you do only the benefits. Now, a CBDC is a central bank digital currency. My apologies if you've read about it in Dark Future um, but it is so vital you understand this. Central bank digital currency. It is not Bitcoin because it expands the power to a never-ending level, literally, the power of the government over your freedom. Now, China already has this, and it differs significantly from things like cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Neither central banks nor governments have the power to program, manage, or affect Bitcoin other than banning it. Okay? That's all they can do. If you have Bitcoin, you can move it anywhere you want in the world. You can keep it in your pocket. It's yours. You can take it out of the system. Bitcoin... All the uh, transactions are transparent for all to see, but the users remain anonymous. Now, you might say, I don't have any time to hide. Okay, neither do I. But have you noticed we're entering a time where it is show me the person and I will show you the crime? I've never been able to get people to understand why. I'm not doing anything. Why would I worry about it? because of that road where that road leads you and not necessarily with you know the best angels among us being the ones who are walking down the roads but have you seen one of the best angels among us have you seen any of the angel have you seen even kind of like an angel with some soot on it because it came down through a chimney like Santa. Have you seen any angels in Washington or in the Fed? Because uh, I haven't. Now, 
Beijing uses their central bank digital currency with expiration dates. So you know how they say, we got to have helicopter money. We got to give helicopter money. The economy is starting to slow down. We need to rush a lot of money out and get people spending. So remember, your patriotic duty after 9-11 was to go out and shop. So it'll be your patriotic duty to do that. But the shopping begins right now. And they can put a time limit on your money. Also, everything you spend is tied directly to you. Everything is traceable. And I'm not doing anything wrong. Yes, but the government knows precisely when you spent money, where you spent the money, where you are, how you're using your money. Now, if you go into authoritarian uh, regimes, well, that's, that's a nice tool to have to control you. Already, this social credit system, which is tied to this, monitors 1.4 billion people in China. And it, if you behave in a certain way, you get rewards. You behave in another way, you get punishments. And bad behavior is running a red light to being critical to the Chinese government. Even before the digital one, the Chinese citizens who received lower social credit scores due to bad behaviors struggled to live just a regular everyday life. You think you're struggling at the grocery store? Try being on the crap list of the government and they control all of your money. You can't travel. You're, you can't buy a plane ticket or a train ticket. You can be denied certain schools, certain opportunities. In China, if you're a pet owner, they can take your pet away. Then they introduced the digital money, the digital one. Now they can reprimand anyone because they can instantly deduct a fine from your bank account. They can completely take all of your money because it's not your money. You can never take it out of the bank and hold it. They can now, and they do, banish people from the digital payment system completely. So this is very effective because if you try to survive in a cashless society, you better behave because there's nothing you can do. There was a viral video of a Chinese woman, and she said, she said global social monetary control information systems, this is what it is like. She she was taking paper currency. She was willing to pay. She couldn't buy anything, not even a pork bun. She couldn't buy anything, had all the cash in the world. You see that guy in England? We've been trying to get a hold of him. I love him. He's this old guy, and he went into a cashless grocery store. And everything was marked with a price. And it wasn't a lot. It was, you know, I don't know, a couple dollars. And uh, he looked at the price. He knew what the tax was. And he put it down on the counter, uh, all the money. And, he, and I said, he said, I'm walking out now. You have money. I paid for it. I paid for it. There is the money. I'm walking out. Sir, don't do that. Don't do that. 
We'll have to call the police. Don't do that, sir. No, I did it because I paid for it in currency. That's not going to last. And when we have a crisis, this is what is coming. The digital dollar, Biden and the allies renewed their uh, their hardly disguised uh, effort to track American transactions, collect financial data, get into your privacy. Now, if you think this government has the ability to, you know, hold back, hold back. I mean, we, you know, we disagree with those people, but, you know, we don't want to hurt them. They have rights, too. If you think our government is like that, you're delusional. There are several bills in the Senate that have been introduced. Nothing is happening. This is something Americans should go to the Fed because you don't have to go to Washington. You can go to the Fed and you should be marching peacefully in the, on, for the Fed. You should be calling every day people on Capitol Hill. No CBDC. If we miss this one, we truly are over as a free nation. This one is no go. This is an absolute line in the sand. They must not be able to do this. All right, I'm a I'm a shooter for sports. I really love target practice and everything else. And you know, anybody who says, oh, you know, "This is Stu," I'll, I'll I'll get my target practice when somebody breaks into my house. That's yeah. me. Yeah. Well, hmm. when's the last time you did target practice? It's been a while. Yeah. How long? How long? Uh, probably a couple years. Yeah. Okay. All right. It, it, it's a perishable skill. I can guarantee. Well, I mean, the Muppet just said it. I suck, really, because I haven't done it for two years. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Mantis X will help you solve this. It it, it will be uh, you will improve quickly. Ninety four percent of the shooters improve within twenty minutes. I'm one of them. I did it in less than twenty minutes, maybe ten minutes. I was firing, and it shows you that you're pulling the gun, that, you know, once you start to pull the trigger, it's going down or to the left or it's going up, whatever. You can do it with dry firing, and you can do it with live rounds as well. And it is really good. It's teaching you. It's like having a firearms instructor standing right there, except it's more accurate than a firearms instructor because I don't know how many times they're like, I didn't see it. I, I don't know what happened. MantisX.com. Mantis x.com this is the glenn back program oh my gosh i can't i cannot take what's happening in new york do we have the mayor adams thing did we did we pull that i know we talked about it um Mayor Adams was speaking in front of city council. We have it. Play this. Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. 110,000 migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the t children, wash their laundry sheets, 
Give them everything they need. Health care. I don't see an ending to this. Okay, stop. Stop for a second. Did, did you hear what he just said? It's because of a madman, meaning our governor here in Texas, taking them. Insta- what, what, what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to take all of them? Right. No, 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 no. We're just no, supposed no, no. to take them all. That, no. That's the sane solution here? No, you're the sanctuary city. 110,000 migrants. That's called a Tuesday in the state. Yeah. I mean, please don't even start with me. Okay. Listen, now he's saying, I don't see an ending. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. Racist. We're getting 10 thousand migrants a month oh wow. give me your tired weak poor huddled masses one time we were just in venezuela yeah now we're getting ecuador oh, okay now we're getting russian speaking coming to, through oh, mexico now, we have, now we're getting uh, western africa Ooh, now we're getting Afri- people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into new york city mm. and everyone is saying it's new york city's problem Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Every community in this city is going to be impacted. Yeah. Yeah. It's 100% your That's problem. That's weird. Now imagine how Dallas and Houston are impacted. Imagine how San Antonio and Austin have been impacted. Imagine those towns of 5,000 people by the border, how they've been impacted. And everybody just says, okay, well, we're sanctuary cities. I guess let Texas deal with it. No. No, every sanctuary city should have busload after busload after busload. You're a sanctuary city. You wanted them. You said you'll protect them. You'll care for them. Take them. Take them. And it'll change the second you stop it. It will. Yeah, just change the policy. You have a right to shelter law. Change that. How You can't be taken seriously if you haven't changed that law yet. Say you're not a sanctuary city and we'll send it to the next one. Oh, and by the way, maybe you should speak out or call the president. The Glenn Beck Program.